1: Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in, being a part of our True Form Live community, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. Today, I'm bringing on Chad Austin, and he's gonna talk about making fitness a priority. I absolutely love the topic. I love the title. Chad has tons of tips and takes takeaways i gotta tell you i'm 100 percent on board with this we have a great conversation we have a lot in common and this is going to give you some tips and ideas and suggestions especially when you're not sure what to do how to make fitness a priority in your life how to put it yourself number one how to put this topic to the top so you can finally see the results that you're looking for sit back and enjoy we got all that coming up. Bye. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your
2: host, Drew Tadia.
1: All right, welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Today we are interviewing Chad Austin. He's with us right now online. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Chad.
0: Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.
1: It's our pleasure. All right. So we're talking about fitness and priority. Maybe put a little bit of putting yourself first here. A very important topic. And we have so much to talk about. I feel like we have lots in common. Can we take a moment to learn more about you here? Could you tell us about yourself, who you are and what you do?
0: Absolutely. I'm a personal trainer in Kansas City. I've been a personal trainer around here for about 15 years. I own a private studio called Priority Fitness, and Priority Fitness was named after a book I wrote called Make Fitness a Priority. Uh, make Fitness a Priority, it basically it has been it's how I've kind of evolved as a trainer in my philosophy. So like my my Philosophy at first as a personal trainer, you know, you realize everyone that is fueled by short term motivation when they first come and see you. And so I've helped so many people reach the goals they were coming in the gym for, whether it be getting in shape for a wedding or getting in shape for swimsuit season or whatever those short term motivations were, and realize that that's only temporary success. And so making fitness a priority is really changing the mindset as a trainer and helping people get long term success and keeping it a priority just like they do their family and their career. So how do you get people to change their
1: mindset from, I only need help for a couple of weeks or a few months, whatever it is for my wedding. And then I'm not going to need your help anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. right. And that, that, that may not be what they say out loud, but that's definitely probably in the back of their mind that it's, that they need your help for that. Um, well, I think uh, one thing I did when I was writing my book, is I asked a question, like, what are your top priorities in life? And, uh, you know, the top answers I got, you can probably guess from what I said already, is family and career. Uh, but the answer that nobody said was fitness. And so I, I think uh, after some more research and, and kind of getting to know that, and that more, I realized that fitness, in our minds, fitness is always what we're going to get to later. So we always put it off because of all the obstacles and challenges we face every day that we use as excuses to put it off. And we don't do that with our family and career. And so just kind of helping people realize that not, it's not only important for your, your short-term goals, but helping people dig a little deeper why it's so important for their short-term goals. And and um, it's kind of shifting that mindset of our uh, base around their why, so they can become just as important to them as their family and career. What, tell us about that. It seems
1: like I'm at work, we have the same mindset and like we don't weigh and we say count colors not calories like we don't weigh ourselves we don't weigh our food like we feel like there's so many other things that we could focus on but i feel like it's an uphill battle
0: because the mainstream is lose this much weight in this amount of time yeah it's it's definitely and like you said with uh i mean we're definitely i feel like as fitness professionals we're in the middle of a tough fight these days and our fight is between our desire for our clients get long-term success and our clients desire for instant gratification. Cause like every, there, the weight loss industry is just, is really the shadiest industry, more weight loss products, fad diets, whatever. I mean, just to go if you take the time just when you're checking out at the grocery st- store uh, and look at the weight loss and how fast you can have weight loss and how effortlessly they'll make it seem in their article uh and so we're definitely in uphill battle because of that because uh they're praying all these predators for weight loss scans weight loss products new products that are out there preying on our deep desire to look and feel better and do it fast and uh, i mean it's definitely a battle that we're facing
2: yeah no question so we i guess we got to keep sharing information and showing people the difference because because at least from where I'm sitting in most cases, when you look at those quick fixes or those weight loss plans, they are quick fixes until you turn them into lifestyle changes, but they don't teach you that. They teach you mm. join this program for seven, 10 days or 21 days, whatever, 21 mm. days, or you have the um, weekend clients or whatever it is, but there's nothing There's nothing long-term, there's nothing sustainable, there's nothing that's showing them how to keep those changes. It's just a, here's a program, see you later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i always tell people there, there that's a couple big flaws that you have to pay out and pay attention to when you're looking for a new program because so many programs out there whether it be a six-week 12-week program 30-day program one flaw that they'll have is that they begin with the end in mind and so what that means is you're going to know on day one when the last day is whether it's a six-week program 12-week program 30-day program and and not only will you know when the then the last day is, but the second flaw in that is that it's one size fits all. Like the same program designed for everybody, no matter what your age is, what your schedule is like, what your fitness level is, what you've done in the past. The goal is to work you as hard as you can in that time so you can get as much results as possible. But then because it's so hard and it doesn't really fit in your life, you know, when the last day is. And so if you don't take the time to think about that, that's the question, like you said earlier in the, in the interview already, you said, what's next. If you don't take the time to think about what's next, then the only thing in your mind is you deserve a break. And then that breaks to end up being a long break and just going to derail you from your fitness plan. That's right.
2: Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Tell us about, well, I'm not sure if we got a chance to learn more about you before. You got into fitness. Tell us what you we were doing beforehand.
0: Uh, I went to college as a wrestler. I, was a, I wrestled at junior college for a few years, and then I uh, found my used my love for activity and fitness, and became a PE teacher and a coach. Um, so I was a strength conditioning coach and a PE teacher for three years. And then I kind of stumbled across personal training because my love for strength conditioning and it ended up being a little bigger, a little bit better fit for me, but I've always been, I think just along the way, being my time spent as an athlete, as a coach, and as a teacher, I just, I think I use some of those lessons every day as a trainer. And so it's definitely paved the way. And so
2: you've had the gym for how long? Uh,
0: Five years. I'm on, on my fifth year here now at Priority Fitness. And how's it going so far? Uh, it's going great. I mean, COVID definitely, uh, put a wrench in some of our plans. And so, but, uh, I think there, I mean, you know, there's, there's positives you can take out of everything. And I think people kind of really get the practice, you know, finding a way and uh and so the people that are, if, if we've done our job and have made fitness a priority in people's minds and made it important then uh, they've learned that you know whether they are they can't use the excuse that i don't have a gym nearby or i don't have a equipment to use they got something at home they can they can find a way to make fitness still part of their life and so um i think the fitness community that priority fitness has built is uh, shown its true colors and i mean shown how powerful it is during this time and i think everybody whether we've seen him in person or seen him on on the computer, Everyone's been keeping the fitness spirit alive around here. That's awesome. So
2: how are you able to implement that onto your community of finding a way to make things happen or make it work?
0: Uh, finding, well, um, in my in my book, I always talk about that as being one of the big excuses that people use. So in my, there's a chapter in my book where I, I talk about all of my favorite excuses I've heard from clients over the years. And I say it Letterman style and um, all my excuses that we use, um, but uh, one of them that's, that's a popular one is that I don't have the right equipment to do the workout. And so, um, I always use the Jim Thorpe story. Or if you, if you are familiar with his story from, uh, I think the 1929 Olympics maybe, or there's a long time ago Olympics. Um, but he's a, he was an American, uh, Olympian who, uh, that there was a competitor tried to sabotage him and they stole his shoes the day before the race. Uh, but he found – he could have – most people think we would have just thrown their hands up and it would have been done. But he, he found two shoes in the dumpster, two different sizes, but right and left. And so the one that was bigger, he had two an extra pair of so- – an extra sock in that one so it fit better. And he used those shoes for his race, and he won two gold medals and one silver. And so – but – Finding a way, right? And most people would have just gave up, but I I think I always use that as an example to tell people, you know, you may not be able to do the the workout exactly the way I have it mapped out for you, but you can look around and you can use your brain and you can find a way to do it close enough so you can make sure you still get your workout in. (laughs)
2: That's an awesome story. And Mm -hmm. it makes, I mean, that makes so much sense when you talk about making fitness a priority because so many things happen in our lives. Like we have so many things that come up or so many other things that are priorities except for fitness in many cases, or except for our workouts. And we always put it to the bottom of the list and never to the top. So without making it a priority, it's never going to get
0: done. Right. Yeah. I always tell, I mean, our biggest, biggest obstacle we always have is I don't have time. And so one of the trainer, I'm sure you've said this to your clients, the biggest way you overcome this excuse is you schedule it, right? You have to think of yourself as your most important client you're not going to miss a meeting with your most important client at work and you're not going to miss a date with your significant other at home uh or or a kid's activity so you make sure you schedule your workout in there but uh i think uh just like you said making time for it making it a priority it's kind of hand in hand
2: yeah for sure like we always say you schedule a hair appointment nail appointment golf appointment whatever it is you schedule that in your calendar and you keep it but if you schedule well we first of all we don't schedule our workouts but if we did then we just push to the side because it's only with us we're not letting anyone else down well, we don't consider that we're continually letting ourselves down day after day.
0: Yeah, yeah, we are.
2: <laughs> so for you guys, when you talk about making it a priority, how do you explain to your clients, like, this is important. You need to show up and put yourself first.
0: Uh, I tell people that the, I think the big thing that people have to realize that, um, I mean, the obstacles and everything we use it to to put fitness off until later, for one, they're not going anywhere. They're They're never going to go anywhere. There's never going to be um, a shortage of excuses we can use to skip our workout or to validate going through the drive through But the, what they're really get doing themselves a disservice by ma- by putting fitness off until later, because not only should it be a priority in their life, but if it is, a, if they choose to make it a priority in their life, then all the other priorities in life are going to become better. I mean, they they're, they're going their life they have with their family, their relationships, their, their, they're be better at work. They'll have more energy. They'll have more time to be more uh, focused on their faith or whatever whatever their priorities are. When you put fitness in your life, everything gets better.
2: Yeah, without that question. You know, what's interesting is I feel like when you take time for a prayer or breathing exercise or meditation, however you want to group those or name those, and then match that up with fitness, I feel like, there's more mental clarity, there's more energy, and there's more time than anything. In most cases, people say they don't have time for these things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like uh, whenever there's a big change in our lives, whether we become um, busier because we got a promotion or we were in a relationship now or we have a kid now or our family got bigger or wh- whatever it is, um, whenever we get busier and we kind of, what normally falls off and we ha- until we get adjusted to it, we normally lose balance when something big happens in our life and what normally fails what normally becomes unbalanced what falls off is our health and fitness um and so being i always it's one thing i try to have always have my clients be mindful of as they go through life's changes what always suffers is our fitness but if we're mindful of that uh, we can avoid some tough time because when you're when you're not taking care of yourself then you're doing then you're not going to be the best for your family your faith your job anything else yeah so
2: question that's it that goes back to the cup that's half full uh, Yeah, we have mindset as your cup half full or half empty. But the other one that I like is that if you don't fill your cup up, like we could fill our cup up with good nutrition and fitness and mindful exercises, and then you have more of that cup to give, or you can continue to dwindle it down. And then when it's empty, and you're looking at an empty cup, how are you going to get share that with anyone, your family, or friends, or people that you're working with in your job?
0: That's a good analogy. I like that a lot.
2: Okay, so tell me about what you guys offer at your gym, or what kind of classes or training. What do you guys do there?
0: Uh, we do personal training, small group training, and we have a fitness community. Uh, Make fitness a priority, uh, where we put on. We have a lot of health and fitness professionals that are around the area. We have uh, um, a chiropractor, Doctor Baltuska, and Lenexa that's close by, and we have some physical therapists. We have um, um, a lot of trainers, and so we put on classes. Whether it be uh, boot camp classes or just, uh, healthy talks or lessons, um, for the community on a regular basis, just so whatever we can, but it's just with the idea is you're surrounding yourself with people on the same mission as you. And so our our Make Fitness a a priority community, that's free and that's on Meetup, but that's something that anyone can join. We've kind of definitely learned how to be hybrid and go virtual with everything since uh, COVID's happened. And so uh, we have people from all over the world that that has joined us now. Um, Our Saturday workout, we have a, a regular that joins us now from Scotland. And so, we, and he always makes his screen where there's a Loch Ness Monster or different things from Scotland in there and gives us kind of history lessons as we go. But that's a beautiful thing that's happened with the community since COVID's happened that we've been able to uh, kind of get people, kind of make it go bigger and have more people join. But it's just uh, it's something we're proud of because it, there's no prerequisite. There's no prerequisite fitness level you need to be at or, or age or any kind of requirements of fitness knowledge. You just have to be someone who wants to make fitness a priority in their lives and improve their quality of life through fitness. Why did you decide to write a book? Uh, decided to write a book just cause I, I felt like I kind of just kind of really learned something that I think all, I mean, I think the, really the true purpose of personal trainers and fitness professionals is to help people get long-term success. But that's not, I don't think that's always something you learn right away. I think that's something you learn after you've been a trainer and you, you've experienced for a while because most, I mean, everyone that comes in the door is ready for a short-term fix. And so you don't really realize your true job is to is to open the next door and help them pass that. And so I wanted to kind of change the I want to be kind of a fitness motivator and a leader in in this field and to to help people really um, improve their quality of life by making fitness a long-term part of their life. And so that's where it came, the the first book, and I have a second book that's a six-week workbook that uh, people can get and kind of walks you through mindset, nutrition, and training every week and just how to evaluate your week every week, how you did how, if you got all your workouts in, if you sucked your meal plan, if you did great, if you didn't, how well got in your way, what, how do you stumble? How can you do better next week? Just kind of those questions that you would go through just like you become a better, just like you become a better boss or a better employee or better coworker or better husband or, or dad. Uh, you can use the same kind of principles of just trying to keep getting better to get better at making fitness a priority in your life what's your favorite chapter in your book um uh the favorite chapter i think uh um i think uh how to be in my first book uh my, my first book my favorite chapter from my original one i wrote was uh how to be a donut slayer and so uh uh basically what it means to be a donut slayer i think my wrestling coach when i was in college he talked about dragons and so you can i know you were a college athlete too so you'll resonate with this but our coach we're talking to 19 year olds and uh, dragons were all the things that can get in the way of us having a successful season. You know, like all the different things that can get in the way of a 19-year-old kid from um, uh, being a good college athlete. Uh, and so he talked to those things about being dragons, and he wanted us all to be become dragon slayers. And so, and and so donut slayers in the don't in the fitness industry, I call donut donuts are the dragons. And so, cause I, I think of them that way is cause donuts can be the best thing ever. Like a something you really deserve or you look forward to a cheat meal you, you have, or it can be something that just derails you completely. Uh, as Elise is for me, donuts are, are those things for me. And so donuts are, as far as excuses go that they are the curveballs you didn't see coming. It's like where there's, ex- we have patterns and we, so there are certain excuses, there are certain obstacles we know we're gonna, we're gonna get in our way. We're gonna not gonna have any energy or we're gonna be busy not going to feel like going to do your workout or whatever but the donuts are the curveballs that you didn't see coming so like maybe uh it's raining and you're planning on going for a run in the morning and it's raining or uh you're planning on working out after work and you get a call from school because your kid's sick and you have to go pick him up and take him home now and so there's the, the curveballs that you didn't see coming how do you still make fitness a priority and overcome these things? that's awesome
2: okay so that's one of your one of your favorite chapters in the book that you, what's the book called make fitness a
0: priority. uh Make fitness a priority, how to win the fight against your excuses. Okay.
2: Awesome. Okay. So when you look at your philosophy in the gym and making a fitness a priority as a whole, what are some of the biggest obstacles people tell you about when they come and and see you at the gym that possibly our audience listening can relate to? Uh,
0: I think the biggest one that's uh, right now, I I always say too busy, too tired, too bored. Those are probably, those three, I think are the ones that people use the most. Uh, But Lately, the one that keeps coming up with my clients, Amir, it's always a too busy one. But a lot of times when you say, I don't have time, uh, what I think, you know, we talked about scheduling your workouts. That's one solution. But I think another thing that gets overlooked is a lot of times when people say, I don't have time, what they really mean is I don't have time to work out like I used to. And so I think as life changes, this is a this is a big excuse always pops up for us because it's almost like we set the bar before. There's a time before where maybe we had time to work out for an hour and a half or two hours in the gym, five days a week. But now that we have families or have a, a we work crazier hours or, and we have, we have a stressful job, I and mean, that doesn't make sense for us anymore. But it, it's almost like we feel ashamed to do less than that because that's the bar we set. And so, But being realistic with yourself and understanding when, when, you, when you, don't, you maybe don't have time to work out like you did before, and if you try to force that, it's gonna hurt everything else in your life but that does just maybe that's just that that doesn't make sense for your life you're living now doing less for your workout than you did at one time doesn't mean that fitness is less of a priority it just means that fitness has changed for you and it looks different now
2: yeah that's interesting that's a great that's a great mindset because we have people that come to us like since 20 years like, they're in high school they were slim and trim of course their body is a, a bit different and they they come and say well i want to look like i did in high school they say, "Well, how long ago?" <laughs> you <they> say, "Well, <laughs> 20 years ago," and I was like, "Well, that was 20 years ago." That's <laughs> and let's work on forming the body that you have now in the person that you are around your lifestyle. That's how we're going to get you to see sustainable results.
0: Yeah, there's there's a phrase I like to use uh, that fit. What you do for fitness has the fit in your life. And so I I think several times in my life, I've I've wanted to look like I did 10 years ago and i have wanted to have that kind of fitness level. And it's hard to let that go, but I mean, you can still be, you can still get yourself an amazing shape, but you just, if if what you're trying to do for fitness doesn't fit in your life, then then you try to force it. Then everything else in your life is going to suffer and pay for it. So you're not, maybe your fitness will be top game, but your family life may suffer. Your job may suffer. Your performance there may suffer. And so, um, just learning how, uh, fitness best fits in your life you're living now. Um, so I went to people come in and, and I, and I haven't seen him for a while and they're, they've kind of gotten off track and they want me to help them get back on track. I tell them we're not picking up where we left off. Cause that d- may not make sense for you right now. We're making a new plan that fits the life you're living now. Well,
2: so one of the things I like what you said there, my philosophy or idea was a little bit different, but I like what you said. I would say that we always have things for, like, we always put priorities to the top of our list. So our kids, like you have your kids exercises or sporting events or school, whatever it is. You have your job and you know, a job, of course it has to be a priority because you're not gonna be able to pay your bills or feed your family or yourself without your job. So I would say we always have time for the priorities in our life. So if you don't have time for fitness, they say, I don't have time to work out. And they say, well, then you don't have time to be fit. Maybe like, that's not a priority. So to make, I mean, to be able to reach those goals, you have to make it a priority. So that's just a little bit different. Like, like what you said there, how you were saying that maybe our priorities just need to change a little bit for your fitness. Maybe it's not two hours in the gym a day anymore. Maybe it's 20 minutes going for a bike ride with the family. Maybe that's a different way to be active, but it still can be a priority.
0: Uh, I love the way you said that just now, though, that if, if you don't have time for fitness, then you don't have time to be fit. I think sometimes it's the way it's said or the way someone hears it, that really hits home. But I think that that's a really good way to say, if you don't have time for fitness, then you don't have time to be fit. And if it could, clearly, everyone has a deep desire to, to be in better shape. And so I mean my question of the book was, what are your top priorities? And that's how I figured out what I was going to write my book about. But I was surprised that no one said fitness. But I know that the, my job as a, as a speaker is never to convince people that eating right and exercising is important, because I know everyone knows that already. My job is to help people realize that even though they're busy, they can still make fitness a priority. And so it's, um, but I, I like that mindset that, that saying there that, uh, if you don't have time to, to be, f- if you don't have time to work out, then you don't have time to be fit. That's good. Thank you. You can put it on your next. Mm-hmm. Tell all yours.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: put you in the source in the back of it. <laughs> so
2: I'm going to wrap things up here, but I wanted to just touch on nutrition. Do you guys do anything with nutrition at all or, or not really?
0: Uh, we do. Oh, we, we mainly, uh, have basic nutrition and we kind of scale up from there i think we kind of, we i think with most people i think the big thing you can set yourself up to, for failure is that you try to change too much i think nutrition there's so much to do and so i always think of just i start basic and we you know we just do a little bit more at a time and so i think that's if someone's just getting started that's when i would that's what i would suggest is uh change one thing at a time and and there's so much to do but if you change something and you didn't and you don't, and it's not going to be a long-term change then it was a waste anyway so just change make one change Change at a time until you get it all there. Yeah, I like it. Is there anything that we missed, Chad? Before we wrap things up, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. We did a good
2: job. Thank you. Tell us about mm-hmm. your book, your website, anything that you can share with us that will direct you, direct our audience more towards you in case they want more details or information.
0: Okay. Uh, well, makefitnessapriority.com is my website, and makefitnessapriority is really where you can find me anywhere. Make fitness a priority is my Facebook. And also my Instagram, just a period in between each word, make fitness a priority. So I have three books now. I have uh, my how to win the fight against your excuses. I have a six week workbook that also comes along with the vertical or virtual challenge it has an online six week program to help you get started. And knowing that it's not a six week program, but more so the first six weeks of fitness being a priority in your life. That's how it's set up. So it's help you to kind of figure out how fitness best fits in your life. So if you're looking for something to get started, that's where I would go is a six week challenge. Awesome.
2: Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for your insights. I love what you I love what you're doing. Keep rocking it. We gotta fight. We got we gotta fight the battle. We gotta keep running uphill.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. We gotta steer people away from instant gratification. I love it.
2: All right, Chad, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks a lot. All right, that's
1: gonna wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our true form life community. As we mentioned throughout the interview, I certainly hope you got something out of it. But this—it's got to be done. Like that's all there is to it. We have to put fitness number one. We have to start putting ourselves to top to the excuse me to the top of the list. We continually put ourselves at the bottom of the list. We have time for everybody else, but we don't have time for ourselves. And I really like the analogy, and Chad agreed with me. <laughs> we're gonna work towards a, a combination T-shirt together. I kind of think T-shirts are like books; that we're both authors. I don't know what Chad's experience is, but you spend tons of time writing writing books, and then you get a few, like a very small return of your investment. But I just feel like books are highly undervalued. But and you know, it's interesting. I'm going a little bit off topic, but. If I know like one of someone in my close community, friends, family, acquaintances, people that have come by me in the past in some way come into our lives I, if they if I know they're an author author, if I know they're writing a book I try to buy a book from them because I know it's important to support local authors and I know firsthand how many grueling hours it takes to write a book and I've d- written three so far and I have another one in on in the works but it's so challenging because i mean we're all looking for some type of return and don't get me wrong i'm not about quick fixes but i think in most cases people don't understand that if you want a book to change your life (laughs) in most cases you got to hit the new york times bestseller list but props to chad for putting a book together i know he's written a couple or maybe a few i'm not sure but he did mention that they're at they're on his website you can find his books there but what i was comparing the books do is t-shirts and many times we like we've done this a few times we've gone through some apparel and we got excited about t-shirts and you get a bunch ordered in and then no one buys them <laughs> i know it sounds ridiculous that's what we went through i only bring that up because right now we have put in a huge order not a huge order we put in a big order and what we did is reach out to our community and we said, we're going to order a bunch of shirts. We're not going to keep any in stock. We're taking pre orders only. If you want a team true form shirt, you have to let us know the color and the size and we'll order that for you. Because in the past, we, we went and put orders in, and I had this was early in my career. I didn't have anything on, I didn't have any really fans i didn't have too much of an audience i hadn't built a community community or a brand yet i didn't even know what that was i was just like it'd be so cool to have our own shirts (laughs) so anyways we had these shirts on the shelves for years because i was busy building my audience instead of learning well while i was learning how to sell products so that's a little side note a little snippet for you but um chad and i were just joking around through the interview but it's always cool when you come up with a cool phrase or a motto or a tagline that you can continually use and put that i really like affirmations a huge fan of affirmations i put them around the house i put them in around my office so i'm continually continually reminded and taken closer To my goals and aspirations so that's what i have for you today all past shows are going up on exploringmindandbody.com and if you ever miss a past show you can always check them out there we're also on itunes stitcher soundcloud regardless of where you're listening to you can catch us on any podcasting platform and then we're also don't forget to check out our running podcast as well that's on a number of different platforms very cool people very interesting stories I, i love learning about people and how they've found their success in life regardless of how big or how small or how ordinary or how successful someone is you know what to be honest with you i feel like the more ordinary a person is the more that most of us the good majority of us can relate to them because i mean in most cases how many of us could relate to someone that makes a billion dollars a year and is on the front of uh, all, all the magazines there is in the world not too many of us can relate to that but you talk to a regular person that's done some cool things in their life now that's something that we can relate to and resonate with Um, we're at trueformlife.com that's our main website this is our products this is our services we blog post there regularly with recipes at home workouts and that's what we have for you today so once again thank you so much for being here and i hope to catch you on the next show that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host Drew Taddea, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form
0: Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.